What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Fit Dad Club podcast. My name is Travis Jones. I'm here with Jason Barrett. Jace, how you doing today, buddy? Doing fantastic. I am super. Thanks for asking. How are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm good, mate. I'm good. Uh, today, guys, it's like the middle of November, probably when you're, you're listening to this podcast, and the silly season is approaching. That means... I hear those sleigh bells ringling and ring ting tingling too. <laughs> um, and what that means to a lot of people is like, fuck it. <laughs> um, um, Time because... to bulk. Time exactly. To bulk. Um, but what we're, what we're going to talk about is navigating the silly season today um, as a fit dad and what you should do and how to navigate it. And I think, you know, some of you listening today maybe you know, have just started their journey as a fit dad by listening to us this year. Um, and it could be your first Christmas, like navigating the silly season as a fit dad. Um, and we're here to help you. Or you might be like just listening, not on your journey yet and going, oh, I'm going to wait till next year. And we're going to also help you get started this year by not putting on the weight um, and navigating the silly season and still starting to achieve the results. Because I think when we're looking at the best time to start your transformation, it's always right now. Like it is like, it's not putting it off any longer. It's starting it right now in this moment because to change your life only takes a moment. And that moment is a decision. And then from that first decision, there is a uh, carry on effect of other decisions that happen because of that first one. It could be listening to this podcast today. That is your first decision that will change the rest of your life. So that is what we're talking today, guys. It is navigating the silly season. Um, and it is like mid November. And when we're looking at this, you know, the silly season really is, is, uh, is December. And they're like, Oh, when, hmm. when we say the fuck it before, it's like, you know, people go, well, uh, Christmas is such a hectic month. Why well, I, I don't, I can't lose weight still, or they don't even think about maintaining. They just completely go off the rails. Um, and because they say there's too much on. And if we reflect mm. back and we think about this for a second, is there too much on, you know, like you might have a, a work party, your wife or your partner might have a work party. So that's like two days. Okay. Um, now, so we've got two work parties in there. Then we have Boxing Day. If you do stuff for Boxing Day, you have Christmas Day um, uh, and you have Christmas Eve. Then you have New Year's Eve. So if we look at this, what is like, is that six, six days? Yeah. And that's, that's really it. So you got, you know, 31 days. Yep. 31 days in December. <laughs> As I thought about yeah, that. 30 days. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. So is, there is, there's 31 days and what you're doing is you're allowing 20, like, what is that? 30 days and there's six days. So, you know, 20% of the month to dictate the other 80%. Like that doesn't sound right. Well, in reality, you're probably only good 80% of the month anyway, but now you're planning. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so You already had shit on on weekends. You're already exactly. going, oh, there's a footy function. There's the grand oh. final. There's this, there's that. You've yeah. already got the excuses. Now it's just called a Christmas party. But because exactly. it, the, it's, you're, you're celebrating something that's not happening for two weeks, you're yeah. then like, oh, fucking, it's like you're still going to work. Most people are working <laughs> up to like the 22nd, 23rd at least. Like, yeah, you, man. it's still fucking business as usual. It is, it is. And, you know, if we then, if we say, no, I'm not going to do like 20% of one month you're allowing to dictate, you know, essentially, what is that? Like, you know, 8% of your total, total year, if you're just writing off mm. December. And then it normally takes you a couple of weeks to get back into it to January because you've gone mm. off the rails. So then all of a sudden you, you're really allowing a 20% of one month to dictate 10% of a year. 
And I don't think that's okay. I don't think it's okay, especially if you've got a compelling vision that you're trying to strive towards becoming the best version of you. So in reality, let's look at it differently. Let's look at what we have in control. And it is six days. And when I look at it, it's not even six days from me. It's like, you know, like I, I, I'm three. not a boxing. Yeah, it's like three days, right? Like, you know, you know, no one wants to be the absolute smashed person at the Christmas party, especially at your partner's Christmas party. Because that's yeah, the person. You, you, you're a Dezo driver. At that <laughs> yeah, one. exactly. It was like, you know, so, you know, and again, like you, if you have kids like me, it's like, man, I'm not getting a habit on New Year's Eve. I'm not. You know what? I've got two kids that I still have to deal with on New Year's Day. And you know what the, the worst thing is? Being hung over with two young kids. Um, on a hot I, day. On a hot day. It's like, um, let's look ahead of myself, Jay. So I'm in Tasmania. It's not a hot day. Yeah. <laughs> on a 20-degree 20, 20 day. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, for me, um, I'm like, maybe there's three days. And maybe it's food, no alcohol. Like, whoever you are and whatever your goals are. But if we look at it, you know, three to six days. Maybe it's 10 to 20% of your month. Um, so... Can we still navigate this and can we still lose weight? Yes, we can. Can we maintain weight? Yes, we can. And I think what we have to look at is what's the difference between the two and how to navigate it. So, Jason, I'm going to let you know, let you go on to what is the difference between someone who wants to just maintain and someone who wants to still cut weight in December? Cut mm. fat. So- Cut fat. So the the big difference is, as I'm sure if you've listened to this podcast, you probably know it's going to be your calorie intake and your general expenditure. Those are going to be the two variables that we that we primarily look at and and track and just have awareness of. So for most people, two things happen: their expenditure tends to go down, right? They don't go for as many walks, they don't do as much. They, you know, um, to be honest, sometimes for people it goes up. You might go to the beach, you're running around with the kids, especially if you've got young ones. Like Christmas is not a sit on the couch drinking beers kind of day that it might have been, um, you know, a few years ago. It's it's definitely a bit more active for a lot of guys. Um, so you can get a bit more expenditure in. You run around, you play backyard cricket, right? You test out the new toys. You go down to the park and fly the kites, right? Do people still buy kites anymore? My my dad brings kites to every family event now. Tries to <laughs> tries to get them up in the air. He's he, he's he's on a kite. That's his thing right now. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he wants them for Christmas. That's his that's his vibe right now. But um, that that's kind of the stuff that you do. Like, so you're not you're not really reducing your expenditure that much. It's not like and it's not like you're going to lose all your progress. So that's a, a lot of fear that people have, which is why they kind of end up binging anyway. Is like they fear they're going to lose all their progress over this period. But for someone who wants to um, to uh, cut, we'll do the harder one first, right? Yes, it's a bit more difficult to to lose body fat. But if you take these six days. Six isolated days. Six usually they're not back to back. The only one that is is you know, Christmas Day and Boxing Day. But most of the time, Boxing Day, you've got like what leftover cold meats, some leftover salads. Like you don't actually have you don't have that much crap on Boxing Day. Um, it's usually just like the random snacks and stuff that's left over from Christmas. But by that point, you're like, yeah, all right, I might have like you know, some cold meats. Like we'll make some eggs in the morning, right? Protein, great. Have some ham, you know, for lunch and a salad. And you're just kind of playing with the with the toys and, and letting, you know, putting away the stuff and cleaning up. Usually it's, it's, yeah, it's not that big of a thing. So if you don't have these big back-to-back days, you take them all as isolated events, you keep up with your calorie deficit. And if you want to enjoy yourself a bit more on those days or for you enjoying yourself means eating a bit more or having a couple of drinks, then you plan and account for it. And you look at, right, what am I going to be having on that day? I'm going to either make myself eat at maintenance for that day um, while I'm in a deficit the rest of the week. 
and I'm going to take, let's say, for example, if you take you know 500 calories from earlier in the week, let's say you're eating 2,000 calories, you instead hit your goal to be 1,900 calories for Monday through to Friday and the party's on Saturday. You've got an extra 500 calories that you can then put into Saturday, which then means you're eating 2,500 calories and you'll still be in a deficit if 2,000 calories is a deficit for you. You can adjust the numbers however you need. So there you go, right? 2,500 calories and then all you do is you keep it a bit leaner during the day and then you give yourself, you know, if you had uh, some, you know, our favorite favorite dessert here at the Fit Dads Club, uh, Greek yogurt, protein berries, um, oh frozen berries, Greek yogurt and protein Dude, powder so mixed good. together. So yeah. good. It's so good. It's so high volume. It's filling. Like you eat that shit, you'll be done for a while. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll, that, the way I alter is like a different flavored protein powder. I'll go vanilla to chocolate yeah. or I'll go like strawberries to blueberries. Wow. Yeah. But it tastes different <laughs> and is amazing. Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And then it's like for lunch, you have some chicken breast and a salad, right? You get a big salad, heaps of lettuce, all that kind of stuff. And then guess what? You've probably got like eighteen hundred calories for for dinner, unless you're going full fucking YOLO mode. No one's gonna eat eighteen hundred calories like, unless you have like ten beers and you're going like full nuts, right? Um, which you know, if your goal again, if your goal is fat loss, you're like, cool. I'm still gonna be able to enjoy myself within reason and not. The, the, here's the key thing: if you're trying to lose fat, just don't eat like an asshole right? Mm. Like, you know what eating like an asshole is. Don't just eat like an asshole. Just be aware. It's like, I'm not going full loose. Like, and there, look, if you really want to have one or two untracked days where you don't really track and you just kind of eat to your heart's content. Um, you know, you've got Christmas day and you know, to be honest, Christmas day is probably the only day you, most people would do that. But then yeah. even that one day, if you were to go full overboard, if you just get back into it the next day, and even if you keep boxing day at maintenance and then you come back a little bit lower, like 1800 instead of 2000 for the week after boxing day, you're good. You'll, you'll easily within that week make up for that extra deficit and continue to lose fat. So the biggest thing is planning ahead is taking away a little bit from earlier days and earlier weeks. You can, you know, sort of front run your deficit and, and sort of back run your deficit and be in a bigger deficit either side and then enjoy those days. Or you could just eat at maintenance on those days and accept that that one day isn't going to move you forward, but it's also not going to set you back. Um, but the biggest thing for me is being present with yourself, being present with your hunger cues and, and food, and um, and just focusing on making sure you get enough protein in, enjoying the meals and not just mindlessly snacking. And that'll really help you keep your calories down uh, and just not drinking for the sake of drinking. And just, yeah, that, that kind of that presence and that focus on just enjoying the day and enjoying the, the time with the family, right? So that would be my way to, um, and just going for as many walks as you can, spending time with the family, being the one to look after the kids and run around, um, that'll get your expenditure up. That'll keep you in a deficit, but you've got to be aware of what your calories are. You've got to be tracking that and you've got to be able to adjust everything else a bit lower. It'll give you wiggle room on those days or you adjust those days to be a lot leaner during the day. You have a bigger meal towards evening. You can still be in a deficit on that day as well. You don't even have to eat above or at maintenance and compensate. You can do it on those days specifically. Man, I completely, um, yeah. I completely agree with what you're saying there. It's like, I think, you know, when we look at it, a couple of things happen like people go into an all or nothing mindset across the whole mm. month of December. And I think this is the problem, right? Yeah. The average person gains three to five kilos between December 1st and like January 3rd. Like yeah. that's a big weight gain. Um, especially because it takes about 7,700 calories to gain a kilo. So that means, you know, that means they're eating an extra thousand calories on average um, every day across the month to gain above what their maintenance is to gain mm. those three kilos. 
or it's about hot. 15, yeah, or 1500 calories every single day across the month to gain their um, five kilos. So obviously not doing that every day, but what they're doing is they're mm. completely blowing out a few days. And how that happens is because they have an all or nothing mindset. They've gone, you know what? I can't train how I could, or I can't, you know, the 20% of the month has screwed me. So I'm just having a YOLO month. Um, mm. And so, you know, what they'll do is they'll have the drinks at the Christmas parties. They'll overeat that night. They'll feel like crap the next day. And that day might've been a five or 6,000 calorie. The next day ends up being a, like a hangover, like five or 6,000 um, calorie day as well. Yeah, and that's sort of shot, in the morning yeah, and just, yeah. overshoots their week. And then, you know, leading up into Christmas, like they go eat overeat on Christmas Eve because they go to one family. Then they keep eating and drinking on boxing Christmas Day. Then they watch the Boxing Day test and they can't not have like 25 beers on that day. And because they feel hungover, which is um, Tuesday, I think is Boxing Day this week, they'll just carry that on for the rest of the week until New Year's Day, um, which is like the Monday or Tuesday the following week this year. And it's like there's like a, a nine or 10 day like all you can eat buffet in their house. Mm. Um, maybe it's not meat based on the meat prices these days, but maybe they're eating like, you know, something else like sausages. Um, mm. I think sausages are so cheap. Um, so if we look at this, um, you know, and sausages suck for you and they suck for your calories. Right. But yeah. like, I think what you have to understand is you can't have an all or nothing mindset or you will be like these people. And even mm. if you just tracked 80% of the month at your calories and you had six days where it was like, you know what? I can't be bothered tracking today. So to gain, to gain the, the three kilos over those six days, you means you would have had to, to go up by, you know, what is that? 22 or 23,000 calories. So say you had your normal calories on those six days. And that means you would have had to overshoot by uh, three and a half thousand calories each of those 4, days. So like, calories, yeah. yeah. Fuck. That's so a you would, I know. So you, on those six days, you would have had to have like a five or 6,000 calorie day on those six days to put on that weight. And you're not going to do that. No one's, no one's going out and eating 6,000 calories on, on those, on those six days. And remember, it's probably not even six days, but if you can choose, if you wanted to pick or choose, it's like, you know what, like Christmas day and boxing day, I'm going to, I'm not going to track because I'm just going to be present. And it doesn't mean you can't be present and track, but I'm just going to, I'm going to be there. Now, there is a version of you, historically also, um, that went hell for leather and they just ate like an asshole. Um, mm. You know, instead, like, eat like an adult, okay? Um, so, like, how yeah. an adult should eat. Um, Practice a couple of things. <clears throat> yeah. One, number one, here's, here's, here's some etiquette things. Number one, when you, only put, when you have a, a mouthful of food, put the fork down and chew 10 to 15 times at least. I think it should be closer to 20, but at least 10 to 15 times. You put the fork down in between. Don't have the second fork ready to go until you've finished your mouthful, right? And then you get the next mouthful in. That's like, again, eating like an adult. You're giving your brain and you're giving your stomach time to send signals yeah. to your brain to say, I'm full, rather than you going, fuck, I'm trying to beat the system, right? You're not in an yeah. eating competition. Or you're like um, having a glass of milk there so you can try and like not yeah, even swallow the force it down. You're eating and drinking, uh, eating egg, and drinking. Eggnog, mate, eggnog, mate. <laughs> Tis the season. Um, yeah, you just you fucking don't smash that shit down. Give yourself time, chew your food, put your knife and fork down in between bites um, and yeah, have your balanced plate and enjoy the meal. Like savor and enjoy the meal. And if you're not able to savor and enjoy the meal, it's probably because it doesn't taste that good so therefore don't need another serving boom yeah. fucking problem solved right so simple right i think like when we look yeah. at it you know again you can have a free day where it's like i'm not going to track but you just eat like an adult in those days what mm. how will i feel tomorrow and how will i eat today to make myself feel tomorrow somewhat pretty good to work out because again 
you know, if you just started your journey, as I prefaced at the start of this uh, podcast, if you start this journey this year, you know, when we go through previous environments, they trigger previous um, habits. Okay. Mm. I think this is a big thing. The way you approach this year and your Christmas can be different to last year because you're a different person. You've reinvented yourself. So with this, it's like now this is the new you, the rebirth. Okay. Mm. If you want to get um, <laughs> Christian or whatever it is. <laughs> so, so again. Yeah. So I think if you look at this, this is, you know, this is the new you. The new you might train on Christmas morning. Oh, I couldn't do that. My kids are unwrapped. Okay. Maybe you, you goes for a walk with your kids um, and trains all together. Maybe that's a new mm. tradition, like out in the garden after you wrap the prayer, like after you do, or you go down the beach, if you're in the Southern hemisphere and you listen to this um, down here and it's hot as hell. Um, yeah. Like, I don't care, like make some healthy traditions, like pay some backyard cricket and get moving and get active and burn some calories, right? Like I, I think the time is now to re to, to write your future and the future version of you over the next 10 years, how are they celebrating their Christmases and their new years? And what would that healthiest version of you do? It doesn't mean it's like historically you just acted like an arsehole and drank and ate for like, you know, a month straight. It's like, well, if I act like an adult, I want to be the best version of myself. Um, it doesn't mean you can't enjoy yourself. Have mm. the pavlova, have the, you know, pudding, if that's what your jam is. Um, pavlova's just egg whites, just yeah, protein. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it. Protein, yeah. yeah, killing it. Um, and, but like have your food. But I, what I would say is like just eat conservatively as far as not putting it all in your mouth at the same time. Eat, hmm. chew, eat, chew. I think that's a big thing. But I think when you do do that also, it's making sure that we're going into the day going, I'm going to load my plate up with protein first. You know, hmm. if you're in Australia, you're going to put a shrimp on the barbie. Um, so I think, you know, you're going to have some prawns. You're going to have some ham. Probably going to have some turkey. It's like have half your plate loaded with protein. You know what's really satiating? Protein. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's going to fill you up and make you full. Or if you got a wife like mine, like she like kills it with a good Christmas ham. Like there is prawns there. We've got a seafood, we've got a ham. And I just, I'll fill up the plate with protein. I'll have two plates at lunch, but then I'm not eating till dinner. And when I eat dinner, I might just like have a toasty. And Jace has a couple of recipes out there on yeah. toasties that are a couple great. Of high protein yeah, toasties. High, and, and, but that's me. It's like, okay, for Christmas morning, I'll have a bacon egg muffin. I'll make everyone bacon egg muffins. If you go on there, you know they're about three, four hundred calories. I'll double dose lunch for me with like high protein and a bit of pavlova. I know my lunch is going to be about seven to nine hundred calories. Like I know mm. that without me tracking it. I just know it. I don't drink, so that's okay. But if you do drink, you might say you have six beers, it's going to be seven hundred calories. And if you have dinner, if you have a toasty, chuck some ham in there, chuck some low-fat cheese and two pieces of toast, toast that down because you had a massive lunch like I would. And I have a toasty and then I'm like pretty much comatose and I sort of chill out for the rest of the night after that. My day is about two and a half to 3,000 calories, which is kind of like my maintenance, to be honest mm. with me. Um, and then the next day I get up and train. And I think, you know, it doesn't mean you can't have more than, than my calories, but I'm like, that's how I navigate Christmas day. Okay. Hmm. And the next day I really kind of don't have breakfast on a boxing day. Normally I normally get out and train. I feel good. I have a shake in the morning because I want to feel a bit lighter because I'm normally a bit heavier as far as like just in my gut. And we go yeah. out to, to lunch on, on, um, we have leftovers on boxing day. And for hmm. me at that point, I'm like, I had so much meat the day before. I was like, I'll have like a plate and it's like one plate and it's like good to go. And my day just normally rolls on from that because you know what the biggest thing is I never miss two days in a row. 
okay? I think this is the rule, right? If you have a big Christmas day, then you don't have a big Christmas uh, boxing day. Like, it's just a rule. If you don't train on Christmas day, you train on boxing day. And I think a lot of the, the all or nothing mindset also happens, Jay, around training because training mm. is a keystone habit for a lot of people. So they're like, oh, I'm away this week because people go away between Christmas and New Year's, right? I'm away this week. And because they don't train, they don't have that domino that knocks over the other dominoes. So, you know, training, you, you train in the morning, you feel great. So you eat healthy. And because they don't train, they just eat like an asshole. So instead, mm. you know, you can train anywhere, guys. Just do like a couple of my boys were traveling. I was like, all right, all you got to do is 10 sets of 10 push-ups, squats, sit-ups. Just do a Like that's enough. It will take you honestly like 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. Depends on your fitness level. Maybe five minutes. I don't know who you are. Um, but just like, <laughs> exactly. Um, and like maybe like in between each round, if you want to make it harder, go run 400 meters, right? So all of a sudden you ran 4K, you done a bit of, bit of pump work and you do that every day. Oh, but that's not the best program design. I don't give a fuck. Right, you're talking about you want to move. <laughs> to, to quote Trav, "We're dads. Nothing's optimal. <laughs> Nothing's Stop optimal. chasing optimal." Oh, that's not the best program. The guy who has two, you know, twelve beers and seventeen pavlovas on Christmas Day, mate, that's not optimal either. So let's stop. <laughs> that's normally the person who's trolling me when I say things like this. Um, so, guys, what's what's most optimal is doing something that kicks the domino of training. The the keystone habit of training knocks over the nutrition knocks over the sleep knocks over having high energy and being that high frequency dad that you want to be. So in the month of December, what I would say is have a rule, play a game, never miss twice on training. So you know, you're going to train 15 days out of the 31 happy days, right? So that's rule one, never miss Tuesdays in a row with tracking nutrition. So all of a sudden 50% of the month, you are on point with your calories, right? And then I think those, if you just had that one rule in December, you will maintain your weight across the whole month. Very simple. Mm. If you want to be the dad who still drops weight, you're like, no, you know what? I, I, I create a new identity and I set myself to be the best version of myself. So what I'm doing is I'm going to calorie cycle during the month of December. So you know that this day I'm going to have like three and a half thousand calories. Maybe you're normally having 2000 a day as your, as your cut or, you know, 1800 days a cut, whatever it is. I'm going to have a big Christmas day. You know what? You know, just take your other days down by like 400 calories a day. You would have saved like 2,400 calories. Is that six fours or 24? Yep. 2,400 yeah. calories across the week. Quick math. Quick math. Um, or, you know, bring them down by maybe you have two slightly higher days and you bring the five days down. This is what's called calorie cycling, guys. So, you know, weight loss happens or fat loss happens over seven days, not one day. And just because your weight might spike for that day after the big calories, just glycogen in your muscles. And especially if you're training, happy days. You'll feel stronger and get that, that, uh, that pump workout in. But, like, mm. remember, calorie cycling is a big approach when we look at Christmas as far as we can lower certain days down and we can increase certain days of calories to still keep the weekly calories at a deficit because that's how weight loss happens and that's how fat loss happens. We keep our weekly deficit on point to make sure that we increase, still we lose you know, that 1% body weight per week. Now, mm -hmm. yes, you do have to be slightly more planning based for that, okay? And that's okay. That's a person who's deciding to cut. A person who's deciding to maintain, they can go to maintenance across the board and still have those slightly higher days. And then you might just stay at your cut calories for the lower yeah. days of the week. And that's even better. That's even cool as well. But I think the biggest thing is, guys, no excuses not to move. 
do a body weight workout or do a gym workout. Do a workout. Never miss two days in a row. Okay, we never miss twice in December. Choose your calories. Track every day, except maybe one or two days if you're choosing not to track. That's still fine because what it does, it just keeps you in line. And I think the big thing is I still would do my weight to see my weekly average. Okay, mm. I would do my daily weight to if this is someone who wants to cut or even maintain, I would do and not you know, you know just go on whatever whatever's going to happen. I would focus on making sure that I do my weekly weight because it will spike, it will come down, spike, and will come down. You want to see what your weekly average is, okay? And that's why you weigh yourself daily because the day after it might spike for two days. And if you are training and you are back in your deficit, you'll see a harsh drop, right? And you deplete the glycogen again. And like, if you only weighed yourself once a week and you weighed after you had the event, you're like, oh my gosh, I've gained two kilos. Like, no, dude, you didn't gain two kilos. You didn't go 15,000 calories above your maintenance. It is impossible. That's what it would have taken. You did not gain two kilos um, uh, like in that night or on Christmas day. And if you did, please film yourself eating because I want to see you eat 15,000 extra calories at lunchtime. Like, because I would watch that. (laughs) I would watch it. Um, And you'll probably go viral and make some money. So if, you, if you're doing it, make some money off it at least. But yeah. guys, uh, like it, it's not going to happen. All this is glycogen, all this food in your digestive system. You probably just need to take a big shit, okay? Mm-hmm. And go for a run and, and do a bit of a pump session in the gym, deplete that glycogen, drop the carbs for a couple of days, and all of a sudden back to normal. So uh, guys, there are strategies that you can do, but the overarching strategy is be present. Never miss mm-hmm. two days of training or tracking. And on those events, and pick your events, Okay, and on those events, don't eat like an asshole. I think those are the overarching strategies. Yeah, when you're in those events, don't eat like an asshole. Focus on protein, um, focus on presence. And like the reason why most people do gain weight over this period isn't because they, you know, make poor food choices and it's like, oh, it's because I had the fucking the steak instead of the the ham or whatever, right? Like that's not the key that did it. It's because they weren't present. They focused overly on the food and the snacks and the drinks and they just did all of that shit and they did it to excess. And then they felt like a fat piece of shit and then they just kept going and they just kept like piling it on, right? The all or nothing mentality. So when you're like when you're experiencing this time, like the biggest thing I tell people is, you know, we have we only have so many Christmases. When your kids, especially when your kids are little, you only have so many Christmases with them. Is eating really the most fucking important thing that you could be doing? Like if your kids are like running around, you're like, oh, I just want to sit here and have another beer. You only have like, you know, like probably before they actually start not giving a shit about you, like 13, 14 Christmases. When they're like, and you know, the first two, uh, you know, they're they're blob, they're either a, a blob or they're just like walking around and they don't really know what's going on, but they're unwrapping presents and it's fun. Um, like you have a very, you have a limited number of Christmases with them. That's fucking sad. You're like ten in the sweet spot where they, you know, know what's going on. They love you. They want to be a friend. They're not like, oh, this isn't cool. So make the most of that with them. Right. And if you've got kids that are already a bit older, you already obviously have a bit more, but like you then, then there's less pressure to put on stuff for the kids and you can make it a little bit more about yourself and just enjoying their company, enjoying their presence, enjoying the family atmosphere, because that's what it's all about. It's about connection. It's never been about the food. I mean, me personally, I, uh, I started a tradition last year where I made my own ham, um, which is, is a fucking process. I realized at the very last minute that I actually needed to get 
curing salt. Otherwise, I would give my whole family botulism um, <laughs> and we would die. Uh, so I found a, a butcher supply store 20 minutes away and went and bought some curing salt, which I've still got in the cupboard. I'm going to use again this uh, this year, but made my own ham, which was, uh, which was you know, an awesome little tradition to do. And so as a result, I was eating a lot of it because I was like, it's lean ham. I made it myself. I'm going to fucking, this is what I'm going to eat. No, no garlic bread for me. I've got to, I've got to make my investment worthwhile. But Dude. it's it's yeah it's it's all about the connection. It's all about spending this time with your family, with your friends. Like not making it about food and and like because most people just get so caught up in oh am I going to gain weight? Am I going to lose weight? You're just going to take the fucking pressure off as well. It's like stop trying to control what it has to be or what it needs to be. And as I was saying, just be slow and be present with it. And the right things will come naturally. This is like the start of learning how to intuitively eat. You keep a, mm. you keep in touch with roughly how much you're eating. You kind of, you get yourself a bit of an idea of, oh yeah, I'm having a bit of this. I know this is roughly this many calories. Like I'm not tracking it anally, but too many people think, oh, if I'm tracking, then I can't have fun. Oh, like exactly. they, they, a lot of people have this, this warped idea in their head. And even my wife sometimes will say to me, she's like, oh, can you just not track for this day? Like, or not track this. And I was like, but like, why? why like what's the difference between me tracking and not tracking for you because for me it's fucking easy and i because uh, obviously i've got experience and it's a skill it's not something you're going to nail overnight but it's a skill that you build and i just pop a couple of things in the app it doesn't stress me out like um it's not like when i was you know especially when i was on like a deep into a cut and i was on poverty calories and i was really really hungry and 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 angry <laughs> um which does happen sometimes it's good to take a little bit of a break at maintenance um but that time it doesn't affect me right? It's not an issue for me, but there will be people around you that sometimes will be confronted by that. And you've got to be ready for that. You can just go, oh no, I'm just keeping, keeping a rough, like rough time. Oh, you're tracking on Christmas or you're tracking on Boxing Day. It's like, well, yeah, I just want to make sure I'm not, you know, going crazy. And it's just a good way for me to see, even if you are planning to overeat, if you, if you still tracked it, just to be aware, oh, okay, I went over by like a thousand calories. Trav and Jason said, that's like, probably 100 grams of 150 fat. grams of fat it's like oh and that probably didn't even happen exactly. because your body still took energy to digest that thousand calories extra and it probably went yeah. to your muscles and all sorts of stuff so <laughs> like that like the act of doing that you've got to be really like confident really certain in yourself it's like all right approach it with with a curiosity and a like oh yeah i'm, I'm gonna see how i go this christmas it's gonna be really interesting rather than just saying like oh i've got to either enjoy it or i've got to track it like this dichotomy which is complete bullshit you know what you could do if you are a bit of a drinker and you wanted to create a tradition with your older kids is you could do a beer mile and this would probably cut down your alcohol consumption for the day is the beer mile is 1.6 kilometers around 400 meter lap. You start your scale a pint of beer, you run 400 meters and then every lap you have to scale a beer and you know, you essentially do this in 1.6 Ks or a mile. The person who's done the fastest beer mile is four minutes 30. It's not only he ran, 1.6 kilometers in four minutes 30. He also sculled four pints of beer in this time. Now, like, oh, mate, oh, well, the beer wouldn't have even hit him yet. Yeah, I know. But like sculling four beers, uh, four pints in four minutes 30 in itself, hey, good on you. That's that's great. Yeah. But then also running four, uh, a 1.6 Ks in that time, I was like, wow, that's impressive. But what you could do, you could set this up as a challenge for your over 18 kids. If this is what you want to do and you know, drinking is part of your life, you do that. You know what you're not going to do probably for the rest of the day? 
drink any beer because it'll make you feel sick. Uh, so it's a really easy way to get your beer consumption at four for the whole day. And well, your heart's going to be whatever. pumping. It's, it's going to be getting the, the blood alcohol is going to be going. Like you, you'll get yeah. you pissed pretty quick. Exactly. You got that's that's your new tradition. All of a sudden, everyone's yeah. running down the track um, on Christmas Day to try and do the beer mile. Um, hey, you heard it from here first. It's the new Aussie tradition. So, but. But like guys, it is about creating traditions. Like you know, Jace, you got the hand. Like do a workout with your kids. There's enough 24 hour gyms out there. Go do one, or go out the backyard. Go for a run with your kids. Or like guys, right now it's mid November. Okay, and I know myself. I felt self conscious in a previous version of me at summertime taking my shirt off down the beach and if you're in an aussie or, or a southern hemisphere culture you're wearing less clothes on you know you know somewhere between december to, to february now it's not too late to feel more confident you know you can still drop yeah. three to five kilos before christmas you can still tighten up that midsection i'm not saying you enjoy yourself more but if you do feel self-conscious Okay, if you do currently, um, and that's a choice, you don't have to. If you do currently feel a bit more self-conscious about your weight, you still can drop a little bit of body fat before Christmas. I think that's a big thing because that's also a choice. So you can be, or if it's a fitness tradition, you still got six weeks, guys, to get your fitness levels up. Just go get some sprints on every other day. Get fit and dominate your children at Christmas time for your new tradition, which is running two kilometers as fast as you can or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Like, do, do who can win a hundred meter sprint and then do a two hundred, yeah. then do the four hundred, do the, the Olympics, yeah. and then kick the footy around like that. that like a lot of guys come to me like, oh, I didn't do a workout this week, but you know, we, uh, I did go to like the park and kick the footy with the kids. I'm like, that's the yeah. stuff I like prefer you do half the time like yeah. rather than going into the gym on that day it's like if you you've got those traditions i can go be active with the family that's the shit that they remember oh mate 100 percent. you know what if you do feel self-conscious and because of that and you don't have all the energy and you feel like sluggish and all the rest of it and you don't play with your kids that's all those sort of stuff they remember right mm. so you want to try and you still got time to increase your fitness dramatically before Christmas and before mm. you have those weeks off, if you have your weeks off between Christmas and New Year's and all that sort of stuff. So you have time to increase your fitness so you can be an even more fitter version of you and be a fitter dad um, before then. And you, you can be down there at the beach playing and running and, and doing all those things or kicking the footy in the park. And you can be fitter if you make a decision today to be fitter. And I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying you can. I'm saying mm. it's a choice. If you're choosing to or choosing not to, you're choosing to like go YOLO on food and alcohol for the month of December, or you're choosing to, you know, make a bit of a crunch and get fitter so you can be the healthiest version of you for your kids for Christmas. So in the photos, you don't feel self-conscious, but you look back on those photos and go, yeah, like I, I loved the memories. And I loved also how I felt and looked inside those photos as well. So guys happy. And I, I just want to, I want to preface it. Like, your weight doesn't determine your happiness. It doesn't. Mm. But your weight does determine your fitness level to an extent. And also your training program determines your fitness level to an extent. So you want your training program to help you become the fitter version of you and the most optimal weight version of you. And that will just automatically make you feel like a better version of you. And if you feel mm. like a better version of you, you will look back at those photos because you're, when we look at photos, we 
kind of drop into the moment. I don't know what that terminology is called, but you probably would, Jace. But we, we start to feel like you, you, I can see photos of me and Jax and, and Liv and Finn, and it drops me into the emotions and the feeling of that moment. When I look at photos, they're like light mold moments. You can, mm. you can breathe the air, you can taste the food, like all the rest of it. Anchoring. And also, yeah, anchor, it's anchored moments, right? Um, but, and we all have these different type of anchored moments uh, on these you know, photos and like photos happen at Christmas time. So if you look back at these photos and we were feeling like shit about ourselves, when you look at those photos, it's hard sometimes not to feel a little bit like shit, right? So if you're feeling good about yourself in those photos and you look at back at those photos, it's hard not to feel good, right? Mm. So I, I think, remember guys, it's, you get the choice to feel really good and you still got time to get a little bit fitter before Christmas and then tackle that silly season. You know, when we say the silly season, you know, it's obviously the terminology, but it doesn't have to be silly. You don't have to be silly. You don't have to eat like an asshole. You can plan and project. Yeah. And in that time, you know, if you haven't listened to last week's pod, uh, podcast about, you know, how to win at life and reinventing yourself over 365 days, towards the end of December, like I like to take stock of the year what went well, what went wrong, and what am I going to do differently next year? And I, I cast out um, what my next year is going to look like and how I can win that. So, you know, this is, December is a time of reflection and projection as well. So whilst you're reflecting and projecting, remember, December is 8% of your year. Don't, don't like, we don't throw that out. <laughs> You know, it, yeah. it can be, it, you can still dominate the back end of your year. You can still achieve those goals that you've wanted to lose 10 kilos at the start of the year. You can definitely still lose 10 kilos by mid-November to December 31 if you want. If you don't want to feel that pressure, you want to lose five, you can. If you want to maintain until January 1 and dominate the 2024, Jesus, um, I can't believe that's the, the word <laughs> I just said, um, then you can as well. I'm not accepting that yet. But guys, you know, that's personally, and I think, steps the other thing is just just keep moving and get your steps mm. up um and you know automatically again i'm gonna again sort of say the southern hemisphere those guys you automatically eat a little bit less um when it's summer because it's hotter um you know if, you, if you're doing it tough in the northern hemisphere and it's cold and you're rugged up and you know you can still do that as well um uh, but you know i tend to eat a little bit less in summer just because i'm hot and mm. I'm always hot if you ask my wife. Uh, so, so like I just tend to eat a little bit less. My metabolism is running mm. a little harder with the heat. So, yeah. guys, that's how I would tackle the silly season. Jace, what about yourself? Yeah, it's um. I mean, like the silly season. You could call it the silly season because this is when you get the chance to be silly with your kids and not have to worry about work. Yeah. That maybe that's the frame that you use for them because then you're not growing up indoctrinating them into the idea that you've got to drink, get fucking pissed, and and do all this sort of stuff during this time because that's just what you do. Um, I was just thinking of something as well. The um, my brother and my brother-in-law, uh, both business owners, they used to do a um, a chat, or they still do, I think, do a challenge in December. They call it Salesmas um, because. Typically for a lot of businesses, um, unless you're like a retail store, businesses tend to get a lot less um, a lot less revenue during December because everyone's saving for Christmas and they're buying Christmas presents and doing this kind of stuff. So they set a challenge and they were like, all right, well, how about every December, we just have a competition to see how many sales we can make in our respective businesses and how much sort of income we can bring in to prove that that's bullshit. 
and that that doesn't have to be the case for all businesses. And I kind of want to do the same thing for us and have Fit Dad Semba, right? Where we prove that you don't have to gain weight over December um, and you don't have to buy into that bullshit. So I've just formulated this on the fly. I was thinking as Travis like before, I was like, a name. I was like, I was like, Shred Semba. I was like, Fit Dad Semba. I think it, I yeah, think it, that's it, good. it works. I like it. Um, yeah, we'll go through and we'll be like, oh, hey, this is how you can still become a fit dad over December. Um, you'll be like live videos and shit like that. I think that's what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, mentally formulating it. Um, but that's the, the way that you do it is number one, you get accountable to people, right? You don't surround yourself with people that are going to be like, oh, no, nah, just have another beer, just do this, just do that. Like you make your intention known. And first, you've got to know your intention. You're like, well, what do I want to do over this period? Do I want this to be about food and drink and restriction and and being all anal about it? No, making the commitment, making the committed decision to be like, I'm still going to be my best self in this time. Going to have a couple of days here and there where I, you know, don't track as tightly as I would, or I just, um, you know, I just enjoy the food that I'm going to eat. Right. And that doesn't mean you have to go YOLO. And we take all of these, these considerations into effect and you just move a bit more and you just make sure you stay mobile as Travis was saying like for me um over this december will probably be um like my wife doesn't love the idea of me going into the gym or doing workouts that kind of stuff it's kind of like she's like you know for her it's like if you're doing that then you're not enjoying yourself so my best thing is going to be running around with Emmy. i'm going to pretend she's a weight lifting her up and down you know i'm going to do my shoulder presses and um running around playing with her and being as active in that as I can be. And then on the days sort of between Christmas, New Year's, going for a run. Um, my family used to have a tradition where we'd all, well, we'd, we used to go, all go up to Lancelin, which is about an hour and a half north of Perth, where my grand has like a five-bedroom um, place that's close to the beach. We'd go play tennis. We'd go swimming, do all that kind of stuff. And that's the kind of stuff that I want to, you know, indoctrinate the kids into as well and going, you know, going down to the park and kicking their new balls and playing with their crickets and doing that sort of stuff is um is definitely a big part of it and then if not able to get you know everything in you know you got a break go for a, a you know one two three k run whatever it is jump back in do some push-ups play with the kids that's the kind of stuff that will keep me going and um i mean for me i cook most of the food and i you know that that's the part that that I enjoy. So making those meals, um, eating relatively leaner, I'm obviously at a point where I don't need to shred, um, you know, much more. If I wanted to get abs, I could probably get them in four to six weeks. They would come through. Um, at the moment, I'm kind of just maintaining, trying to gain a bit of muscle mass. So it's easy for me. Um, but in saying that, if I was wanting to go through that, that's exactly what I would do. Just treat it like a normal month, enjoy those times, but enjoy the times for what they're actually for, which is like celebrating with your family, celebrating with your friends, um, just enjoying the the festivities. I think half the other reason people do it, they go full out on this one is because they don't set aside much other time throughout the year to enjoy themselves, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have other holidays and other, um, you know, big celebrations. And that's kind of more of an indictment on your life and the way it's all got to be concentrated in December. It's like, now, well, what if you had a family, like where we have a, a tradition where, or a new tradition we're kind of doing, we go, um, Lauren's parents uh, go down South every February and they, um, they go down in caravan instead of caravan park. So we're going to go down with them for like four or five days. Um, it was like three or four days staying in like a little chalet at the same place, like big caravan park with a big pool and slides and all that kind of stuff for the, for Imi, which is going to be awesome. Um, that's like, that's another thing to look forward to. So you don't feel like you've got to rest everything on Christmas. And it's like, if Christmas isn't enjoyable, then, oh, we've got to wait a whole other year. It's like, no, stop putting the pressure on that one event and spread your joy throughout the year and have other moments to look forward to. Then it won't be all caught up in this one big time. Dude, I completely agree. I think one thing I didn't touch on to finish off today is 
you know, if you feel like you lack motivation with your training, because that happens a lot um, in mm. Christmas for people, because there's a lot of stuff other going on. Like I would set, I, I would set, set a goal. And when I say a goal, like a challenge in February or March or end of January that you still try and train for. I'm not talking about a weight loss challenge. Like I know that, you know, we're, like I said, um, we, in the last podcast, we, I'm running a, a 65 kilometer ultra at the start of December. So I know the start of December for me is fitness based. I know mm. that, I'm running the Great Ocean Road Marathon in, I think it's in May, but I'm going to go do a, um, I'm, I haven't signed up yet, but guys, I will be doing the half Ironman or the 70.3 in Hobart um, in February. So like, I've got these things that I've, I've scheduled in to my calendar that requires me to train for. So it's mm. not a, a willing of like, and again, it's not training for weight loss or fat loss. It's training for performance. So it's like schedule yourself a 10K run in, in February, like book in, book it, pay for it, right? So you're going to keep your running up or there's a Spartan in February. Like, let me know. I'll do it with you. Like I'll do whatever <laughs> it is. Like, and I'll get people to do it with us. Um, yeah. Like schedule it, we'll do it. And then we have training for that. So if we start to schedule these base, these events, what happens is, we are looking forward to the event in February or March that we're training for. So our minimal performance, you know, like, or, or like our, our effort still increases even with our motivation is lower because we're not training for right now, weight loss in December. Our calories can still be around that, but we still get our training sessions in because we know oh, I want to perform in that event. So I know I'm going to still get the training in. So I think what happens is it will help you get the training done when you have an event coming up. So maybe that's something you do. You get off this podcast right now and you're like, I'm not a runner. Become a runner, right? Become a runner by the end of February. Like do a 5K, do a 10K. Yeah, exactly. Like, I got you know, halfway there. But yeah, halfway there. Yeah, exactly. But Jace, 100%, man. Like I think, you know, like you saying, I'm not a runner is labeling your, an identity upon yourself. Anyone mm. can become a runner. Right, doesn't matter all if you have to do is run. Yeah, exactly. Um, and all you do is you start. It could be the couch to five k, and then you could sign up for five k in in February. That's okay. It could be a ten, could be a twenty one, it could be a marathon. One percent of the people in the world do marathons. Become one of the one percent. I don't know. You do mm. you, I do me, and if you want to do it together, that's what we're here for. Uh, so uh, I like um, that. That was, a, that was a clean segue. <laughs> um, but guys, you know, if you do need help and you want to schedule a goal. Um, to start your year next year to winning at life and reinventing the new you, okay, like mm. we talked about last week, is like set some goals that are crazy and set them in the first quarter and go to fit-dad.club and let us help you do it. Like it's not it's not bad, guys, to reach out and ask for help. Like if, I, my, if my car's fucked, I go to a mechanic. Like, mm. <laughs> but I go, oh, I'm, I'm going to try and fix it myself. Like I know people that do, okay? I'm not one of those people. I go to a professional. You know what? Because I, I rely on the professional to do it fast, effortlessly, and easy in the best way possible. If I tried to do it myself, one, I'd probably have to buy a new car for one, but two, it would take a lot more of my time and I would fuck up a lot along the way. So why mm -hmm. you come to us is because we make the process fast and easier and more enjoyable and support. And you tell me exactly what to do. Imagine you're just like, I'm losing weight every single week. I'm eating more food than I ever have. I really enjoy the experience. That's what we do. It's not fat diets. It's not keto bullshit. It's not anything crazy. It's helping you enjoy the process of weight loss and making it the last diet you ever have to go on. So you, you can actually start to lose the fat, 
gain muscle, then lift your metabolism. That's what we do. So you can eat more food after your diet and maintain a great body rather than, or a great healthy and fit body as a fit dad than you did even at the start of your diet. I think that's amazing. That's what my guys said to me a lot. It's like, man, I've lost like 20 kilos. I'm eating more food right now at the end of their reverse diet than I before we even started. Like I eat so much food now. I feel like this is counterintuitive. It's like, yeah, because your metabolism is running better. You partition nutrients better. You're like you're taking those carbohydrates and using them for fuel. And you have a better understanding about what food you should be eating as well. So mm. and your food volumes change. Your, even you probably your palates change a little bit as well. Um, so I, I think for you guys, if you want to set a cool goal, go to fit-dad.club and we'll, we'll help you crush it. You know, it's starting now for the last six weeks of the year. And to motivate you into the first six weeks and first 12 weeks of next year, we'll help you crush it. And we'll crush those goals together to make you be the best you in 2024. But you know how to navigate the silly season now. You know what you need to do. Um, go to fit-dad.club, book in. We'll have a chat with you and we can help you out. Leave a comment, leave a review. Um, tell us what you want these podcasts to be around. We'll help you with that as well. But that's it for me today, guys. I hope... You have a great silly season. And Jace, for you? Keep an, keep an eye out for Fit Dad Semba uh, coming coming <laughs> exactly. near you. We'll keep an eye out on the socials. We'll be doing something for it, whether it's the free content, whether we do a bit of a challenge for the guys. It's uh, it's it's coming. So if that's the, the kick up the ass you need to be a month ahead of everyone else who waits till January and realistically waits till halfway through January to get their shit together, yeah. you can be six weeks ahead of that and you can have momentum. This is the biggest thing. You have to have momentum going into this season, momentum going into the new year to steamroll through all the bullshit and the excuses and the bros offering you beers so that you can become the best version of yourself because then guess what? After that, you've got like realistically till the, you know, if you don't count Australia Day, you've got till like Easter before the next sort of big holiday thing comes around. You've got three months to formulate these new habits to be the best version of yourself. You can fucking do it, right? So join us for Fit Dad Simba, whatever it looks like. I don't know what it is yet, but it'll be a thing. I forgot to mention that. You just mentioned Australia Day. Guys, I've had gyms and been in this industry for two decades. The amount of people that I've talked to that say they don't get started in January because they all or nothing mindset, oh, I'll just wait till after Australia Day because January in Australia is a bit of a drinking episode. What they're doing is it actually happens so much. So much. 25 days. I know. They give up and then they're like, oh, I'll just get started in February because it's the new month. They give up 16% of the year because of December. So they get started like, in the shortest month. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I don't have to do it yeah. for 28 days. Yeah, it would be right. So guys, like, and so many people have said to me this over the last 20 years, that it's like, oh, I'll just wait till after December, after um, Australia Day and start tracking my calories. It's like, guys, just get started now because like two months, you can completely change your life. So guys, 100%. until next week, um, enjoy yourself, get fit, be a great dad and keep kicking those goals. And we'll talk to you then. Bye. Peace out.